Oh, your mystery, sir. Oh, thank you, Fansberg. Mmm. Ah. Uh, mmm. <laughs> My butler sounds, sir. <laughs> Will there be anything else? Mm, uh. <laughs> You're dismissed, Fansberg. Very good, sir. <laughs> oh, this mystery is insouciant. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's Blurry Photos. Served to you on a steaming silver platter. The platter itself is mm-hmm. steaming. Yep. I'm David Jeeves Flora. I am David Wentworth Stecco. <laughs> and uh, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. You guys like mysteries? Because if you don't, you should leave right now. Or dismiss your livery. Or suspend your disbelief in mysteries. Yeah, why don't you open up your mind? Gosh. Right. Jesus, it can't all be low-fat recipes for fun times. You know a lot of that stuff has sucralose in it? Shut the... Uh, we'll do we'll do sucralose on a, on a later episode. Oh, man. I guess I'm referencing something I haven't even covered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm referencing the future directly. Because it's in the fourth dimension. <laughs> Dimensional sounds. I keep wanting to make mouth noises in this. Do you Have you noticed that? Since we've got this new setup, I keep wanting to make... <laughs> Well, it's because it's the worst. I think it's because we're clo- we have great new fancy mics that you have to be close to to speak into properly. Yeah, which means you hear a little bit more lip smack. Yeah. Now I make a point of making mouth sounds when we do our microphone test every time we record because it's torturous. I won't do it, but there's nothing worse than hearing mouth sounds directly into your ears. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's nothing worse than hearing mouth sounds. Period. Yeah, but. Into your ears when you're trying to edit this. Oh, God. It's like you can night. feel like just a greasy finger going into your ear. It's awful. <laughs> you guys, I'm real excited for this episode in particular. Oh, man. We've been looking forward to this. This was one we had right on deck, and then mm-hmm. we had our microphone meltdown, mm-hmm. and now we can bring it to you. So if you were wishing for um, a really great, mysterious podcast that uh, featured an ethereal creature or entity... Well, I believe your wish is granted. Oh, ho, ho, ho. there's always a twist, though. Oh, man, it's The true. twist is that it's delivered by us. The twist is mouth sounds! Fish spear. Boy, Lavens! Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll, uh, uh, we'll spare you for that. Hey, uh, thanks for, for listening to that podcast, if you did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I can't, can't even say you're welcome. Yeah, we're... We're going to stay a lot more sober from here on out. Not not like ridiculously more, but more. Yeah, more so than, than that. But kudos to you if you got through the Irish yeah. Legends episode. Yeah. And hope you hope you learned something. And I think you'll learn something with this one. This one's yeah. fun. We're, we are covering the gin tonight. That's right. They're not all blue um, singing fun times. <laughs> as, as the uh, liberal media might have you believe. <laughs> You you may have a friend like that. Yeah, you may have. You know that friend who steals your money and just f***s <laughs> with your life? That's that's your friend like a gin. Let's jump into this. Yeah. Okay, let's do. Let's just, Bring we'll it. just do it. Uh, let, let's start this off clinically. Flora, what are the facts? Well, I'll tell you what. What we're going to cover is what they are, Uh huh. where they come from, Okay. the types of gin and what they do. Uh-huh. Do they grant wishes? Maybe even some protection from them if you need it. If they don't grant wishes, why the f*** are they around? 
There is no reason. I guess I could say the same thing for ducks, but Jin's wishes is a big deal for a Jin. It's yeah. the reason anyone talks about them. It's true. And um, being in a row is why you have ducks. <laughs> so you have things that are in rows. Oh, man. That's all the ducks have. Poor ducks. Oh, and water sheds off their backs so as to make a, a quick uh, simile if you need it. And and their their quack doesn't echo, but that apparently is a myth. Yeah, anyway. what is it, magic? No. No. Enough about genies magic? Yes, yes, they are. Enough about ducks. Let's go to gins. All right, gin. There there are different uh, spellings of, of gin. Yeah. Um, I like the D-J-I-N-N spelling. That's my favorite. That's the one we're going with. Uh, we also have J-I-N-N, G-I-N-N-I, and then uh, the Western genie. Oh, yep, genies. So so it, it comes from jinn, which uh, that word uh, has an Arabic root meaning hidden. And then you, you get a bunch of, uh, of different spellings of it and, and some different pronunciation here and there which has evolved into, uh, in the Western world, genie. But most places in the world, it goes by gin, simply. Gin is the plural version, and you can have a genie, which is D-J-I-N-N-I. Also Forrest Gump's girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Try to say that for the rest of the podcast. I just ruined it. I just shit all over it. (laughs) Great. (laughs) No, do it, tough guy. Jenny. <laughs> I'm not a smart man, but I know what my wishes would be. All right. Um, Jinn are beings of supernatural power who inhabit their own realm, which most likely is a parallel dimension to ours. But they have the ability to enter our dimension and interact with us. Yeah. Uh, a little more on that later. Um, they're associated with Arabian lore, but here's the catch. They're everywhere, and uh, they're actually an older race than humans. Yeah. Saying saying the, the, the jinns are, are strictly an Arabian uh, thing is, is kind of like saying a demon is just a Western thing. They're all over the right. place. Or that fairies are Celtic. Right, yeah. Everyone's dealing with them all the time. Don't you dare attach your racism to this. You <laughs> disgust me. They possess the uh, ability to shapeshift, among other abilities. Yep. And uh, they can appear as uh, anywhere from like a human to animal to a cryptid to a ghost, uh, an extraterrestrial, shadow people even, and uh, fairies. Um, just it, almost anything that people attribute to supernatural phenomena could be caused by jinn. Right. And they've never once made any attempt to appear to look like a sandhill crane. Nope. They nope. sure haven't. Not not that I could find anyway. No. And you know what now Which and, earns and, them our undying respect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> High five to you, Jins. Uh now, you might be thinking to yourself right now, wow, so so you just listed off like the contents of like twelve of our other podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. But uh and we'll get into this a little bit later, there is uh, a theory, there is a, a working belief that that's the truth that yeah. everything is gins yeah. just in different formats screwing with humanity yeah they're all just effing with our shit <laughs> effing with our shit <laughs> wait hold on i'll shit. say that again they're all just fucking with our shit <laughs> that's right see you don't even have to beep that one that's that's for you flora that's that's for the listeners yeah it is that is ultimately but for seriously the they're fucking with our shit <laughs> <laughs> 
they inhabit uh, the wilderness, just uh, any any wild open place, yep. uh, caves or areas of desolation. They they like to be in uh, one of the most infamous landmarks where Jin reside, and could be uh, a portal where they enter our into our dimension. Often, some some people think is called the Majlis Al Jin in Oman. Yeah, literally translated as meeting place of the jinn. Yep. It's the ninth largest cave chamber in the world. And I've heard it can fit the Great Pyramid of Giza inside this thing. Woof. Yeah. Jinn can also live in houses that are occupied. I mean, it, it's not just relegated to desolate places. I mean, I even read where they they can inhabit um, places like graveyards and even uh, the toilet. <laughs> Because if you're curled up in a ball rubbing the side of your toilet, your night's not going bad enough that something (laughs) flies out of it and starts asking you questions. (laughs) How many wishes are for the room to just stop spinning? (laughs) It's the first time that something came out of the toilet and called me master. (laughs) What went into the toilet and called you master? Then you haven't lived. I got a lot of learning to do. <laughs> they also, uh, it's said, they, they sit in places between the light and the shade. And they, they'll move around to find just that in-between area. Just right. I like it dusky. This this place is too warm. I'm going to go in the shade. Oh, it's too cold. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. This shade's frosty. <laughs> they live much longer than humans. And that may be because of the um, difference in dimensions. No, so but they are mortal. They can die. They then? are mortal. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. See, look at me learning. Yeah. It, it, it could be there. There could be something in the fact that time passes slower where uh, where they reside normally mm-hmm. in their dimension. A uh, hundred years to us may be like an hour to them. Something like that. Wow. Uh, but, but yes, they can die or and or be killed. I was just trying to wrap my head around that because I was trying to think of how that F's the gin. I thought that like every time you rub the bottle, they have to say goodbye to their family because by the time they get back, they'll all be wrinkled and old. <laughs> but that's not how it works. It's the reverse of that. Yeah, actually. Yeah. I thought that would be like some magnificent tragedy. <laughs> to have me, like, yeah. That's why they're so angry. Yeah, Aladdin's now the saddest movie on earth. <laughs> uh, they do have families. By the way, since you mentioned that, they do have families and live in communities. Uh, they own pets. They are especially fond of dogs. And uh, according to the Quran, they eat meat, bones, and animal dung. <laughs> oh, man. I'd, I don't know if that's kind of a smear campaign by the old Quran or, or what. Uh, but. Well, you know what? There is that scene in Aladdin where Robin Williams is just shoving handfuls of camel dung into his mouth. I forgot about that. <laughs> Look away. <laughs> oh, my God. What is this? Over here. Oh, I've got to eat it. Oh, nom, 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 nom. Hey, you have any more camels? What's this over here? Oh, stalactite. Oh, oh. <laughs> Look at me. I'm shit-faced. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this is great tasting. Let's fill in. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's Robin Williams. <laughs> we did it. All right, great. They can become attached to humans, and some can even marry. Now, 
it's told in a, a hadith not to do so. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's don't. Uh, yeah, try not to marry a jinn. You um, can always tell a jinn because their bottoms are actually just mist. <laughs> That's how you know. It's just from the belt down, mist. But uh, they can have offspring uh, be produced by a male human and a female jinn, but apparently not the other way around. What? A male gin, a female human can't make a baby. Well, that's because the male gin has a mist. <laughs> I mean, you can you can bump your mist up against whatever, and nothing's going to come of it. I, I did hear that a child born of a uh, female gin and a male uh, father would be uh, powerful, actually have, have some powers of a gin, but ultimately would, would be a sociopath or kind of insane from the get-go. Right, because he's disassociated from his humanity, but he also has some latent powers of the jinn. I think that Christina Aguilera um, actually was trying to warn us of that. There's a cautionary tale in her song, Genie in a Bottle, where she was trying to say, hey, guys, you, you should be careful about mating with jinn. I can't remember how that goes. Do you remember how that goes? Oh, I sure do. I've got the lyrics right here. <laughs> Come on. Come on, oh yeah, come on, come on, oh. I feel like I've been locked up tight for a century of lonely nights. Why don't you save this for the penalty box? <laughs> I also love that that in your research you have this ready to go. Yeah. Ew, why wouldn't I? It's, it's pertinent to the topic. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't think I never have Christina Aguilera lyrics too far from my hands. <laughs> In in their shape-shifting, they can appear as what they like the most. So some of them may have... Um, cupcakes! Some of them may be uh, cupcakes walking around. If they tend towards male proclivities, they'll, they'll appear male. Same thing for female. Uh, they may appear demonic if they, you know, think they look cool and, and want to be in a band. Yeah, if they're into metal. Yeah, I get it. They could appear as, you know, an animal, as we said. Uh, a lot of times, the classic description, they're described as, as being very muscular. Uh, a lot of male gin are, are described, you know, um, like you said. They can have uh, smoke or mist for, for bottom halves. Told but, you. But they can materialize. Are you saying like, they, can, they can solid that up yeah. if the situation arises? If, if the sitch is called for. Um, if, but if, if, if the situation arises, they can solidify the lower portion of them can can become solid. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's called. Why put- do you keep saying it like that? That's called putting the entendre on the anvil and hammering it. Um, the hammer is my penis. They also, they also, uh, typically they're described as having some kind of colored skin, blue or red or something green. Yeah, you know, something you, crazy. I've seen like depictions of all colors of the rainbow. Oh yeah, no yellow. Hmm. I, also pictures that people uh, people paint of them. They have pointed ears and long braided hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- I think that the image that we have of, of jinn or, or genies, that's to a degree kind of what has happened, the same same that has happened with leprechauns. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely a, a collective agreement on this is a genie. Yeah. But you know what, though? You get, uh, I'll bet you, you get very different results uh looking for gin versus genie i think genie you get kind of the silly hammer pants and maybe a little mm-hmm. tiny vest mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But you go gin, and you get the kind of darker demonic. Yeah, that's true. And f- with your she kind of <laughs> kind of entity. That's so. That's the what they are, uh, kind of in a brief uh, overview. Now let's uh, let's hit up some of the the history, maybe where they came from, what what these dudes are about. Dudes and dude dudettes. Female jinn are Janiya. So we mentioned that um, they're they're all over Arabian lore, things like that. Now, Islamic theology absorbed the lore of the jinn, including the idea of their creation. And the Quran says angels were created of pure spiritual light, humans were created from clay and water, and the jinn were created of smokeless fire. And there's a lot of theories going around out there that when they say smokeless fire, they mean plasma. Oh, okay. Which plasma is the, the highest form of energy uh, that matter can attain, right? It's very high energy. I don't think it's the highest, but I don't know. Well, r- right now, from what we know, it's yeah. it's the highest that, that we, we it's, can get. Yeah, it's more than you're going to get out of putting tinfoil in a microwave. So it's beyond <laughs> our, it's a beyond human comprehension because <laughs> that's the most we can comprehend. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, we are headed for that. Yeah, it's true. They could be 2,000 years older than humans, at least, or or around there. According to belief, when God, or Allah, or the Creator... Or Yahweh, it's cool. ...created Adam, the angels and the jinn were told to bow down to him. Now, the angels did because they obey the will of God. They have no free will in that respect. But... The leader of the jinn, whose name was Iblis, refused. Uh, the jinn at the time nah. had had free will. That's kind of what made them uh, different from the angels. And that caused Allah to cast the jinn out of paradise. Now, here's where the fun happens. After their expulsion from paradise, Iblis was then called Shaitan. What? That sounds very familiar. It sure does. Now, originally, his name was Azazel, which means who God strengthens. But he earned this name Iblis, which means to despair, when he went against God's will. And then, once he was cast out of uh, paradise, God gave him the name Shaitan. Probably just because he just had to, he was like, I'll punish him with more name change paperwork. (laughs) And the followers uh, are called Shaitan. So, yes, Shaitan. Ever heard of him? Take out, uh, take out that H. And, yeah, uh, that that comes right there from it. Yep, that's uh, that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's, that's that's a fun little piece of of history. I love crossover. The Prophet Muhammad encountered jinn and uh, even resisted temptations from them. Things like that. Some beliefs say that everyone is born with a jinn, almost as a guardian angel or a protector and then some of them just are bad naturally and so they whisper bad nothings <laughs> into the person's ear and that's why what causes them to do bad things and have bad lives some really? of them are are good and help them protect them from things like that and this and that uh muhammad uh, mine tells me to eat too many donuts better than animal dung true but i mean i'm just saying like <laughs> i think i think mine's pretty good I mean, my life doesn't suck. I'm pretty happy, but it really encourages the donut eating. It, it was said that that Muhammad 
had one with him, but Allah told it to to be quiet and leave him alone, not not say bad things to him, which caused him to live a very pious life. Wow! So he had some help. The ancient king Suleiman like cheating to me. What sounds like cheating to me? Well, I guess if if you have Allah on your side like that. You might as well take it. I I guess, but it's like, I mean, come on, you're already God's favorite, and then God's all like, mm. <laughs> That's what you get for being God's favorite. I guess. Still doesn't seem very fair. Teacher's pet. I'm a hater. <laughs> you're just jealous. I'm so jealous of your, all that. Your gin is, is causing you to be envious. Damn you, gin. You all got any donuts? <laughs> uh, the ancient king, Suleiman, or as we know him, Solomon, Ooh. was given a ring by God which could control jinn. It was made of copper and iron, and uh, some stories say it had a gem set in it, some kind of gemstone. Jinn gem. And uh, he was uh, protected and enslaved the jinn to build Jerusalem and uh, to fight for him, to uh, to take him places, etc. They were his uh, his go-tos. That's awesome. Yeah, you would so. think that you would hear more about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there are some fun stories with uh, Solomon and Jin uh, that I encourage you guys to look for, including uh, maybe some origins of why some fishermen don't open bottles that they might catch in the sh- in the sea. Ooh! Mm-hmm. Now, see that that's that's some good foreshadowing because we haven't gotten to it yet. That's we're, true, but we're building a case against Jin here. Know that? Are we? I well, I'll tell you what. I'll I'll take this minute. To say, ooh, oh, I like this. To say, uh, f- you. <laughs> <laughs> no, i I don't want any. I don't want anybody coming out of this with a a hugely uh, opinionated slant on on gin. I want to approach this as as more information for everybody because, and and we'll we'll get to this soon. Gin aren't by nature extremely bad and want to hurt humans. In fact, gin. Uh, a lot of times just want to leave humans alone and do their own thing. You do get some of the the malicious ones and extremists, just like you do in, you know, uh, maybe a, a religious zealots, something uh-huh. like that. You know, you do get a few who want to come in and, and for their own kicks because they're asshats, they want to, to mess with humans and stuff. But for the most part, gin uh, keep to themselves and, and they're, they're fine. And they can be benevolent, you know, when, when the situation calls for it. So I don't want anybody to think that, Jinn equals demon. No, no, they are very separate from demons. Right. But see, all of my research just had the jinn just being like the biggest universal pains in the ass that whatever felt flew out of Shaitan's ass. I would say it's like watching any news program in Chicago on any given night. You're only going to see the bad crap. You're only going to see about the kids that get shot and, you know, the stuff that burns down. They never made a TV show called Touched by a Gin. (laughs) Victim of the media. Thanks, Obama. Liberal media. (laughs) No, wait, wait, wait. Now, because I don't know where I'm going to shoehorn this in anywhere else. And uh, so I'm doing it right now. I have a great example of a positive media portrayal of gin. Okay. Now, if you're very lucky, you may have grown up watching a, uh, it was a Hanna-Barbera cartoon in the uh, mid-70s called Genie. And it was like a little redheaded she female genie, a Janiya, mm-hmm. and a gigantic fat male genie called Babu. And you don't really 
I got to be honest, I've never seen Genie, the cartoon itself, but I remember Babu because, and Flora, you're going to love this because you love crossovers. <laughs> Babu made it into just about every single other Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Hmm. Um, he was in the Laugh Olympics. He made it into Scooby-Doo. He was even in some Fred Flintstones. Wow. And, and he had the, the his catchphrase when he would grant your wish was, Yapple Dapple! <laughs> and I loved Babu. He was just a giant horse's ass. And he wasn't really helpful <laughs> with like... I mean, if you have a genie that can grant wishes, it's not hard to solve a crime. But somehow it still was. <laughs> I mean, he could make like an ice cream cone float through a room and like just destroy Shaggy's brain. But he couldn't just say, oh, it's old man McCready. <laughs> I'm just saying positive media portrayal of Jin. And Janiah. Oh, man. I think you just made the case that it's not positive, though, because he sounds a little incompetent. <laughs> he was adorable. Okay. And honestly, who in... You could make a case for Velma, but none of the, the characters in Scooby-Doo are truly competent. Yeah. They spend a lot of time spinning their wheels. And uh, yeah, a lot, of the, a lot of them focused mainly on their looks. Right. <laughs> so, you know, you, you really... And and they're these they're delightful and entertaining. Okay, I mean it's not like like would you watch a Hanna Barbera cartoon called like Filing Ferret? He's so good at filing. Seriously, you'd never have a problem with the what's, paperwork you give him. What's he wearing? He's got a little tiny vest and a bowler hat, but he doesn't wear pants. But it's okay because he's a ferret. Then yes, I <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> yeah, but see, it's very dull because he just files. <laughs> Today's episode. TPS reports. Does he meet Gobekli Pepe? Oh, wow. You do love crossovers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Back to business. Now, I, I should mention that Jin can actually be of any faith or none. They could be atheist or agnostic Jin. It's hard to remember that these guys kind of exist outside the system. Yeah. That they can but, just show up and, and tell you what their favorite TV show is or not. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, let, let's go over the different types of gin that yes. there are. There, there are quite a quite a few actually. This part is interesting because it, it gets into uh, the classifications of of things, mm-hmm. kind of like how we did with the ghost taxonomy. Yeah, yeah. Way. there's even crossover with that. See if you can spot it. Uh, so there's hey kids, <laughs> get out your pencils. Y'all like highlights? Y'all should get out of here. <laughs> Where's Goofus and Gallant? Y'all should go. <laughs> <laughs> um, the voice of reason always tells you to leave. There are there are different races of jinn, just like humans. The social structure, though they do have a social structure, has uh, there are five houses, five uh, main types, I guess. The Starks, the Baratheons, the Greyjoys. <laughs> you forgot Targaryen. Oh, um, no, I didn't. I just oh. don't mention them. Oh, geez, Mormont. That that five. little girl had her father killed. <laughs> All right. Um, gosh, we're geeks. Ha, there, there are five houses: the Shatine, the Ifrit, the Ghoul, the Jan, and the Marid. Okay. And I'll I'll go through each yeah. one of those real quick. Let's start with the Shatine. The Shatine are the these are the malevolent jinn. They're the ones associated with demonic forces and biker jinns. They're the ones you see on the news all the time. <laughs> right. Yeah. If if Tom Skelling could get through one damn weather report without mentioning the Shatine. That'd be awesome. I'd appreciate it. I just want to know what the dew point is. 
I watch them for the pollen count. <laughs> Says no one ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, then we got the Ifrit. This one, I think, has... Um, it, it's clawed its way into some infamy, I think. At least if you play video games, you're going to have come across one of these things at some point, I bet. The Ifrit are uh, intelligent. They are powerful. For the most part, they're pretty malicious or or evil, have some evil intent, although uh, many of them are capable of, of being very good and or pious. And they're, uh, they're fond of, of fire. Uh, as an el- if, if they were considered elemental, they would be uh-huh. fire elemental kind of thing. Okay. That's the Ifrit. Again, if, if you're into role-playing games, stuff like that, you may have run across some of these guys. Okay. I... <laughs> I don't. I haven't. <laughs> you haven't played Final Fantasy. Then. That's true. It's true. My my nerd cred is 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 not as as, as expansive as I. Oh, know. it says the guy who brought up Game of Thrones family names. Oh, I mean it's okay. You're All right. right. Yep. All right. Uh, next one we got is Ghoul. Now this these guys how, we've talked how, about. How's that spell? Is that with a G H? Like yeah. Um, there are different. You know, there are different spellings for a lot of these, but G H U L is what I have. Oh, also okay. G H O U L. Right, that's cool. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Right, that's that's these guys. This is uh, that name is derived from the Arabic anyway. But these guys are the cannibalistic creatures that that prey on human flesh Boy. slash corpses. That's jinn. These uh these apparently are are uh, a type of jinn, a race Yikes. of jinn. Yeah, strictly evil. These Zombie guys are, jinn. Are, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's that's these guys. They they. What particularly like flesh of travelers, children, and corpses. <laughs> so if you're at home and there's a guy visiting, he's going to get eaten before you. Probably. And oh. if it's a kid, you're safe. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. And if he's a dead kid visiting, you're, you're ultimately... That's why I kill all the kids who come to visit. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got like a stack of like gin bait. <laughs> uh, the next one we got is Jan. J A N N. That's what I've I've got for this. Okay. Uh, these guys live in the desert. Jan is a really lovely woman. She <laughs> likes to crochet sweaters. She's my neighbor, and she makes the most delightful cranberry muffins you have ever had. Also, she's an ethereal spirit from another dimension. <laughs> she's a delight and an Aquarius. You should try her pumpkin mousse. She'll only make it in Halloween. <laughs> Thanks, Jan. <laughs> um. So uh, Jan can be whirlwinds uh, or white camels that appear in the desert. They are open-minded about humans and uh, are an enemy of the ghoul. So those they're they're all right. Now I've never heard in, in of all my zombie lore of a white camel storming into the the fray. But okay, open your mind up, dude. Yeah, that's you know what I could learn something from the Jan because they're open-minded. Why can't I be? Exactly. I'm like a ghoul. And that, that pumpkin mousse is fabulous. You'll just never taste anything better. You'll spend the rest of the year just waiting for it. You'll wish you had some more. <laughs> uh, then we've got uh, the most powerful house called the Marid. Uh, the Marid are kind of unruly. They are very knowledgeable of magic. These are the guys that are mostly associated with the wishes that, that you get in pop culture. They're also sea spirits. These these are are uh, associated with uh, open bodies of water, water spouts, mm-hmm. typhoons, yeah. Yeah. things like that. So those are those are the major major types. Okay, called houses. Uh, some of the uh, lesser types. 
one is called Hin, H-I-N-N. These are weak gin that are close to animals. They often appear as dogs. We've got a race called the Nasnas. What, what? The Nasnas. Okay. Nasnas. These are a weak, uh, another weak type of gin, and they are literally... They're, they are weak. I mean, their name makes them sound like a little bitch. <laughs> well, they're, they're half of a body. If you took a body and split it in half from head to nethers, uh, nethers, and and threw one one half away, that's that's what they are. They are they hop around on one leg, they have one arm. It's it's really weird, and they are uh, malicious in nature. They hop around. Mm-hmm. That's the how is it that they have two names but half a body? They, that second name's trying to make up for it. I guess that's the worst. Then we have uh, closely related the sheik. Which uh, another lower form of gin? These are half-formed uh, gin. They're they're very monstrous in appearance. They so deformed because right. Okay, right. they can't like form Voltron with the Nas Nas. Right. Okay. Yeah. The these are are nasty. Did I question my nerd cred earlier? I know. Right. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, then we have the Sila, which are talented shapeshifters. They are very intelligent, often female. Very rarely seen. As far as you know. Well. Because they're talented shapeshifters. In general, Jin Jin can see humans. Humans can't see Jin. That's kind of how that... It's like a one-way mirror type oh, thing. That's a lame. Yeah. And then we have probably the uh, most fun lower lower Jin. I could tell by the tone of your voice you're saving this one for the last. We have the Palis. Okay. Which is not not a very intelligent Jin. It's a desert dweller. But here's what it do. It attacks sleeping people and drains their blood by licking the soles of their feet. Mouth sounds? <laughs> well, that is the weirdest way of killing a person. Yep. Yep, it sure is. How does that even... They, they're like feet vampires. <laughs> so they, they lick it until the skin's off, then suck the foot? Or Listen, man, I, I, don't, I don't question. Because <laughs> I don't... Licking, I stopped at licking feet. Yeah, all that's, right, I that's get all, that. That's, that's all not I need. a that's not a thing you want to keep digging at. All right, <laughs> now, now that's Payless. amazing though. So you've got like the 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 greater and lesser gin. Mm-hmm. Who are we dealing with more on a regular basis? Probably the greater gin. Okay, the the lesser gin might mess with people quite yeah. a bit because a lot of them are are evil in nature, but they're not the ones that are kind of like tricking tricking people or they're not the ones that that are granting wishes things like that i would also imagine this is just supposition that the lesser gin are kind of like the free gifts with purchase if you go through the effort of summoning a gin no one's no one's gonna go through the effort of summoning a gin just so they could have some half-assed nas nas right p.s literally um so i imagine you 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 know you get your your greater gin and then a couple of other jackasses fall through the void I, no, I don't know. That's just that's what that's how I would guess it would happen. It could. I mean, they seem like the refuse of of gin uh, culture. So yeah, now, maybe now, they blow in on the wind. When you get when you get to the point of of summoning gin, because I actually in my research, I came across a lot. I mean, first of all, if you're looking for real data, if you need the hard facts, you go to Yahoo Answers. <laughs> Right next to the lyrics of Genie in a Bottle. Yeah, well, you know what? They're both in the part of the permanent record, and I'm referring to them. 
lots of people, it is a popular thing to try to summon a djinn. Hmm. People are into this. I did not know that. I didn't know how how big a deal that was. And it usually, most of the discussion about summoning djinn is a discussion about what a magnificently terrible idea it is. Right. One of the things that I found, my, the Yahoo answers that I've been really enjoying reading, goes, my friend is summoning a djinn. Is it dangerous? And then, then like four million people screaming, yes. Yes, it is. You're an idiot. Stop this from happening. Um, as a matter of fact, and I, I have a lot of respect for this one um, response that starts out, I know absolutely nothing about this. <laughs> However, I can guess quite a few things and possibilities. That might have been written by me because that's kind of my position in the podcast. <laughs> I have a lot of respect. And then it, and it actually follows with the longest post answer on the whole thing. Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> People that don't know but like to guess I usually like to also hear themselves talk. Oh, yeah. I would love to guess lecture like, you know, at a <laughs> university, just walk into a macroeconomics class. All right. I don't really know anything about this, but I got some ideas <laughs> that I'm going to force you to listen to for the next 55 minutes. Okay. So uh, quarks and uh, minuscule black holes. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, one more thing to tag on to the types of... of Gin humans have come up with uh, a scale to classify the gin based on color. Now, whether this is Racist. because of uh, the gin's actual color of their skin, or if this is just kind of like oh, terrorist threat is orange right now, it's leaning more towards humans uh, coming up with this for themselves. Uh-huh. But one way I guess you can tell them apart is this color scale. It's a, it's like the threat level. Yeah, yeah. Now, but it could be maybe maybe they do have this colored skin. Who knows? I mean, they can shape shift, so right. they can have any color. But uh, blue gin are the oldest and most powerful, and usually are ambivalent to humans. Uh, yellow gin are powerful, unpredictable, and they're leaders of small clans. Green gin are the youngest and the most immature, uh, and they're very playful and mischievous, and they're curious of humans. So wait, then. What about is it? What about when you're a yellow gin? You're a leader amongst your people. You've established some cred, but you've been around for a while. You've seen some, shit, and it's time for you to move on to being a blue gin. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Do they change? Right, and everyone's that's, like, that's "Oh, this... look at you, youngster! You look like a young gin." And you're like, "Shut up! I'm turning blue. I don't have to put up with this <laughs> crap from you, bastard." It's like menopause. You're right. It's embarrassing. It's genopause. Oh, oh, that's for free. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. That was really well played. You still owe me. I got to let the belt out on that one. <laughs> you still owe me. All right. Um, that's that's a very, very good question because that kind of lends credit to it being just a human ty- uh, classification yeah. scale as opposed to actual color. But uh, two more. Uh, red gin are powerful, hostile, and aggressive. And black djinn are very powerful, thought to be kings, and they don't know if there's one black king djinn or multiple kings. Uh, let's go over uh, some of their powers and stuff. Yeah. Can we what, start what with they wishes? They can grant wishes. So that's confirmed. That is that is confirmed, Chukunk. but it's at a price. Always at a price. Twist? They're often, uh, they're often trickster uh, in granting their, their wishes. They'll twist wishes in the words of, of the wisher. Mm-hmm. Just for fun. That thing you wanted will ultimately destroy you. Right. 
this is uh, the classic example. Oh, somebody wishes for a million dollars. Well, then a day later, they get a check in the mail because their parent has died right. horribly and, and their life insurance was in their name or something like that. Yeah. I want to live forever. And then you get sentenced to life in jail. <laughs> yeah. I I want uh, genitals that can touch the ground and then your legs get cut off. Oh, well, that's the weirdest way to ask for a gigantic penis I've ever heard. And I've heard a lot of versions of the classic giant penis. We've said a lot of versions. Of oh, man, I have. I've shouted it. So, yeah, they do grant wishes. There's not a, a strict three wish policy, uh, you know, every time they'll grant wishes in in a bargain. If they strike a bargain with you, they usually it's because they, you know, they want something in return. Right. And they're always they're not ATMs. Right. They're always looking out for themselves. <laughs> But they do have the power to to get you stuff. No, and 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 they they've thoroughly closed the loophole about wishing for more wishes. Yes. Question: What if you wish for more genies? <laughs> I think you should post that to <laughs> Yahoo Answers. That's a good question. I'm going to ask <laughs> Yahoo Answers. Now the uh, the older they get, the like we said, the more power they they have or can attain. But they have to learn the magic and the and how to do stuff they there aren't they aren't just born naturally you know making carpets fly and giving everybody ice cream until they die you ready for a freebie yeah do they have to go to the Institute of technology <laughs> freebie freebie we man you guys your wishes have been granted for right puns exactly this uh, so they have to learn these powers, and they have to want to learn them. They, it's it's almost. Uh, I, I heard somebody compare it to having computer parts and knowing what a computer is and what it does and what it's capable of, but you have to learn how to put it together, and All then right. and then it can run. So something sort of like that. They got to train in a dojo. Yeah, yeah. They have to have a montage, at least at a, least a minute long. Yeah, maybe, maybe ninety seconds. And, and at one point, they got to learn about friendship. <laughs> That's important. So, keeping one's word and honor are important to them. They are very vengeful if someone reneges on a bargain. But they they like to twist bargains. That's a crap. But they're fulfilling their end. Oh, it's just man. not how you may have pictured it. Spectral lawyers. If they renege on a bargain, you know, if they go back on their word, they are considered honorless and they're cast out of their house and uh, are pariah from then on. So they, they take it very seriously. Does does the house then step in and be like, I'm very sorry about your wish experience. We'd like to make this good with you. As, as, you know, we, no, we the take all customer of the service is terrible. We take all of our wishes very seriously here at, at Gene, Gene Co. <laughs> Again, they have the power to shapeshift. Yeah. They have the power of invisibility, but that's mostly because well, they're in a different dimension. Like I said, they see us. We can't see them. But let me ask you this. Is uh, an, a creature, an entity, an intelligence that has the power to grant wishes? I mean, is it uh, after that one, is it just dumb to list the other powers? Uh, a little bit, but I mean, I'm, I'm they, just throwing it out there. I know, I'm, I know but I'm not, I'm not calling you dumb because <laughs> you're not. But I'm just saying like... What's the point of delineating further powers on a creature that can manifest whatever pops through its head? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But wait, can they grant their own wishes? Can they make a rock so big that even they can't move it? Well, I mean, because otherwise, what would they need from humans? You know, they struck these bargains. 
they're like Irish noblemen in the 1800s. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They have nothing to do. They just, they make wagers with each other. And they like titties. <laughs> oh, they like them titties. Uh, Spring Hill Jack Slap. <laughs> here's here's something they are weak against iron and Whoa. electromagnetic activity so our science can defeat them could be wow okay yeah uh they can possess humans either by bargain or by force and when they do it by force usually that's uh rape <laughs> soul rape that's that's when you need to call in an exorcist this is okay, they, so- they think that that demonic possessions are Jinn possessions, and in fact, in Islamic uh, culture, their possessions, their their type of Linda Blair situations, they call in uh, healers to come in and and uh, recite the Quran and, okay. and try to get the jinn out. All right, that's pretty cool. So their 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 exorcisms are focused at jinn. So they're mm-hmm. so this is a really interesting crossover. It almost just seems like semantics: jinn, demon, demon, jinn. Mm-hmm. But in a lot of the the literature, a lot of my research, they're considered. Uh, they're both real they're Mm -hmm. both things they're operating in different games they've got their own interests but there's an interesting point at which there is this difference between say an an eastern and a western approach that the the islamic culture sort of blames jinn for their their troubles Mm -hmm. and the uh the the more christian culture blames demons Mm mm-hmm in reality, they're it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just it's, it's semantics. It's yeah. whatever you want to call it. Potato, that's what's potato, happening. right? Tomato, shaitan. <laughs> yes, it's exactly the way I have that embroidered on my doilies. With uh, with the know how now, they can be imprisoned in objects like bottles, rings, lamps, stones, gems, etc. Boxes, boxes, whatever, man. Dibic boxes. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't give a f- dog. Wow, this this machinery might. Yeah, that's true. We just got new machinery. I can't bring the hex down on me. Too late. Uh, malicious gin. We mentioned this earlier. They disrupt human lives for pleasure or uh, to make humans seem inferior to God. What it all boils down to is uh, the gin want to seem better than humans. Come judgment day. That's like going to a dog pound and going, look how dumb you are. I'm so much smarter than you. Hey, look at this. I, I, I just pretended to throw the ball and the dog ran because it's dumb. Yeah. That, yeah. Makes, that makes the gym seem very petty. It Well, exactly. That's, uh, that's part of it. But like I said, um, that's not all gin. And that's probably a, a minority in the gin culture. A lot of them just want to keep to themselves, do their own thing. Yeah. They can be summoned, as, as we have said before. Uh, but, of course, they're difficult to control. Yeah. And uh, just a little fun facts: They will not open a locked door. They will not untie a knot. And they will not uncover a vessel. Huh. So if you have something you don't want them to take, put it in, in a vessel, cover it up, tie a, a knot around it. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. I just thought that'd be fun to throw in there. So that's gin in a, um, a lamp nutshell. Not a lamp-shaped nutshell. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I'm I'm still thinking. So, let me quote my favorite Yahoo Answer Man again. I don't know anything about this, but I'm going to make some guesses. <laughs> if the jinn exist in another 
spatial dimension, mm-hmm. perhaps even a higher dimension, which would explain their ability to just materialize yeah. things. Yeah. Maybe they don't need to untie knots or uncover vessels to access the things in there. Maybe maybe you're not keeping it safe. They're just leaving the knot intact. You are a shaitan's advocate. I am shaitan's advocate. That's what it says in old English letters across my back. <laughs> so that could be. I don't know. That's just. I you mean, know, why not just stick your face inside and right, like like the dudes in the Matrix? Yeah, from a higher, uh, you know, spatial dimension. It's like it's like a three dimensional thing looking down into a two dimensional maze. You know, you can yeah. see the whole thing. I know what you wished for, by the way. Oh, you do. And I, I think I can. I think I can grant. Are it. you my genie in a bottle? Mm. Must I rub you the right way? No, no. Yes. <laughs> Everything you said is true. I, I'm blonde and a teenager. Yes, you are. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna grant your wishes for puns. Oh, give me some pun wit, dude. I'm so ready to throw down to pun town. Do you want to start or do you want me? You go. I, I started last time. All right. I have a tanning salon. Okay. Called Shea Tanning Beds. Oh, I like that because it's, it's bad for you. It's a new tan, a new Iblis on life. Oh, my God. Man, you brought the heat. I don't have no, like, two two-tiered puns. I don't have no, no double-decker puns. Whenever you come up with, with products, you always throw in a little tag. <laughs> yeah, so. that's true. That's true. Okay. You can do it. All right. I've got uh, one of the uh, most popular uh, singing stars in, in all of, of of the gin community, <laughs> Janiah Twain. <laughs> I heard she's in Gin Vegas. Oh, yeah? I don't know. But that's that's my pun, Janiah Twain. Janiah Twain. Yep. Because she's a lady. Whose lamp have your boots been under? <laughs> what else you got, Flora? All right. I'm, and, and, and I think I'm ready to go three rounds. Oh, geez. I've got two for okay. you. <laughs> I've got a shoe store. Okay. It's called Payless Shoes. Oh, man. I thought of that. I did think of that did one. Did you? Yeah. yeah. You get new shoes, lickety split. Oh, because... Oh, gross. They do lick your feet. That was really good. Man. Okay. All right. I've got a uh, a cartoon from the 80s called Gin and the Holograms. <laughs> that's 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 my cartoon. What do they do? Um, do they play music or do they just... Well, they play music, but they also like to mess with people so they make themselves feel better about <laughs> themselves. And they're all different colors. Yep. Okay. I have another one that I can take in two directions. It literally, I have this written out like a flow chart. Oh, goodness. Yeah. It's uh, it's a store called Gin and Barrett. All right. Now, if it's B-E-A-R, it, it um, sells lamp sacks. <laughs> So that you, so that it's, it's, it's like, um, portable storage for genie lamps. Gotcha. Or <laughs> if it's gin and Barrett, B-A-R-E, <laughs> it's, uh, genie loincloths. <laughs> yep. That's right. That's what they sell. Man, better, better than the, the strip club, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That Wait, one's nice. That yeah, that I, one that one was like a transformer of puns. No, oh, yeah, it really did have a lot of options on that one. It's all flow charted out. <laughs> we posed a question to our Facebook friends. Yep, asking if a genie granted you one wish, what would you wish for? 
And here are some of the results from that. Uh, Sheila says she would wish for the lamentations of her enemies. Oh, I like that. Man, wonder how that would come. Yeah. Wait a Why, Sheila? I like your style. <laughs> Sheila, uh, man, how's your day? You, yeah. you okay? Man, <laughs> Sheila's right? no way. <laughs> Sheila's doing just fine because <laughs> Sheila's been taking care of her shit for a long time. Yeah. Nothing wrong with Sheila. Right now, she's drinking a beer and eating a steak and loving it. <laughs> Which coincidentally causes lamentations of her enemies. Yeah. <laughs> her enemies are all cattle. She's <laughs> <laughs> just working through the herd. Uh, listener Isaiah says, more wishes, bahaha. Now, well, you yeah. can try it. I mean, I, I, I think that they closed that loophole. I, I think they might have, but you know what? I have not had the pleasure of asking one myself for more wishes, so it could work. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't try it? Who wouldn't try it? Everyone. It could be its own dead end wish. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, I found. I just thought of how they twist it. How he's like, sure. You want, do you want just infinite wishes? And every time you ask for anything out loud, he just brings it to you. Well, that's yeah, that's yeah. it. Because I just, oh man, I wish our blah 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 is so much in our lexicon, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, that's how they get you. That's how they twist you. But unless you, you wished for, like, not having an, a, a neck or vocal cords, you could always, I guess, unwish the, the wish. Are there backsies? You have unlimited wishes. It's like, it's, it's like saying there, there's, a, there's a stone too big if to If I move. get three wishes, it's just like winning the lottery. My first wish is for a gin lawyer that is well-versed in gin wish law. I want, I want to have it. But a human. No, no, no. I want a gin lawyer. Okay. Who knows gin law, who can advise me on how to spend my next two wishes to maximum effect. <laughs> I want representation. So you're you're getting two wishes and insurance. Yeah, I'm getting instead of three, God help me, I'm probably gonna end up drowning in mustard or something yeah. wishes. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the first wish and I'm gonna invest it. I'm gonna invest that in proper representation. A gin lawyer. That's funny, because my first wish, an ocean of mustard. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you stupid bastard. A listener, Patrick, says he would wish for an army of horse-sized ducks at his command. That's that's what the, that's weird that we mentioned ducks earlier. Yeah. Horse-sized, is it horse-sized ducks or duck-sized horses? No, it says horse-sized ducks. Well, it actually yeah. says horse-sized duck. That's a big I figure duck. There, there's more than one yeah. if you have an army. Well, I mean, to command, I mean, you could, you could, you could, you could fuss some shit up. Yeah, you, I could really fuss some shit up. Wow. Okay, good one. <laughs> yeah. Go, Here's the twist: they're all actually Duckman, and uh, have the same personality as uh, Jason Alexander. Wow, a horse-sized duck. Mm. I mean, you could ride it, but if the gin were granting this, they would say you're made of clay and water. Which rolls off a duck's back. Oh my god, yeah. The gin. You know what? The gin would be like, perfect. This is a self-fucking wish. I don't even have <laughs> yep. to twist this. Here's your army of giant ducks, dumbass. Uh, listener. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Salam, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> listener Annie writes in and says, I'd free the genie. I've seen Aladdin. The genie will become my best friend and grant all sorts of wishes. Uh, I... As I recall, you free the genie, he takes off instantly. 
I, I, I really distinctly recall him leaving the moment, the moment he was free. Yeah. But what about the series? Oh, that's not canon. It's well, it, it's it happens after the freeing of the genie. Yeah, but you can't hold he Star Wars then. responsible for what happens during the Clone Wars. Oh my God, I really did was really did question my nerd cred. I see, I see where you're coming from, Annie. I, I think yeah. it's it. That's it is nice. It to seems make like a smart. Yeah, it seems like a smart move. Um, I, man, I'm still real smug about my genie lawyer. I hope that there's listeners going, oh, f- that is right. <laughs> Get a genie, yeah, a genie lawyer. lawyer. I I don't think it's smart though myself because I think that a genie a genie lawyer would be partial to genie. No, he's my lawyer. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, oh my god! No, wait. That's the twist. I have to pay the genie lawyer. So that's another wish to pay the genie lawyer. I don't. Here's know. my fee: untold riches. Uh, and then we get um, a comment by listener Leslie. Who wants to wish for teleportation? Here's Brilliant. how I would twist that. I would put her in Zimbabwe right now and be like, boom, you're teleported. Oh. She didn't say the power of teleportation. That's true. That's how the djinn get you. That's a good one, though. Like I would like tele- like the power of teleportation, but well, here's, yeah. here's the thing. Bamf. If you had the power of teleportation, you would have to establish a room on either end that no one was allowed into. Otherwise, you would atten- eventually materialize in son- inside of somebody. Yeah, or some, some solid object or something. Right. It's always that fear. I mean, you have to use it responsibly, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, but it's teleportation. You've got to be careful. Hmm. That's a good one, though. Yeah. So thanks for writing in, you guys. That's, uh, that's yeah. fun. Flora, what, what, what's your wishes? I don't know. Three wishes. You, ha- you have to use all three, dude. You didn't use all three, and well, I don't think anybody wants to sit here through three wishes with okay, me being then, like, oh, him wit- and Hall. Okay, you get one wish. Mine is for a spectral lawyer, <laughs> an ethereal attorney. I a barrister from the beyond. <laughs> I don't know. Magical don't know magistrate. What? Because uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm sitting here trying to think of a way to get around, you know, to make something so ironclad they couldn't twist it. I don't think they're... I, I can't think of it. And not in the time that we have. Uh, so I would just wish for uh, the powers of Superman. All right. Every Everything that, that Superman can do, I can do. Better. <laughs> because I want it more. So... Okay. That's pretty good. That um, ain't chump. I'd be, I, I, that's pretty selfish, but I would use it for humanity. <laughs> yeah, um... So that, that I, I'm doing a disservice to our listeners if I don't ask. Once you have all the powers of Superman, mm-hmm. what's the first thing you do? Man, I guess fly to Mexico and get a taco. Because you're Superman. That can't kill you. No, you know what I would do? <laughs> it would kill a mortal man to eat a taco in Mexico. <laughs> you know what I'd do? I would, uh, I would fly so quickly around the earth the opposite direction that I got the day back. <laughs> You know, I don't know if that works. Horrible idea. Could you imagine what the oceans would do? Oh, man. <laughs> and it wouldn't turn back time either. That was a mistake that they made in Superman. Yeah. 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 Still cool, but, though. But it would be fun to uh, uh, screw up the Tower of Pisa. Would you still do the podcast? Yeah. Would you? Would you maintain? I could set up. Could you imagine how fast I could set this stuff up? Would I have to start referring to you as mild-mannered David Flora? Yes, <laughs> you would. And these glasses do not come off. Yeah! <laughs> uh, 
That's pretty cool. Oh man, I could see. Man, you know what? Okay, it, you you really make a good point because I I would probably if I if I couldn't have my lawyer because you're right. There's a lot of ways that could go wrong. Mm-hmm. I guess I'd go with the powers of like Wolverine. Hmm. Hmm. Before or after adamantium? I mean, I mean, not obviously after adamantium. But right. what if what if they granted you before adamantium Wolverine and you had to go through that process? I mean, obviously everything turns out okay, but do we have that process to fuse adamantium? Well, if I have bone? the powers, I think I think Wolverine's adamantium is in itself a power. Okay. Okay. You know, it's like Magneto's helmet. Mm, okay. Well, okay. maybe that's a bad example. Yeah. Well. But it is. Bullseye's focusing vest. <laughs> I wouldn't mind the powers of Magneto. That's pretty That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So uh you know what? Send us in what you'd want. <laughs> what <laughs> superpower would you wish for? <laughs> right. That's that's awesome. I could uh, nerd this out all day. Oh, by the way, you know what you know what the twist is? What? I get all the powers of Wolverine and then I fall off the side of a boat and I have to like trudge my shit up out of the Marianas trench. Oh, because your your metal you'd sink. Right. Huh. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how they shaft me. You and you would die, right? He can't I mean he can't hold his breath and stuff. I mean he I no it's yeah, no one knows. It's weird. Have they not addressed that? I can't imagine they haven't. They have to have addressed it. I mean, because they have every way means and way on earth of totally jacking him up. Yeah. But they put a bullet in his head and it didn't stop him. Yeah, so, but there's there's a yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, yeah. Send us uh, send us what you what you, <laughs> send us what dumbass superpower you you would wish for for yourself. And also, don't forget to include how it's a twist and you're shafted. Yeah, or we we'll do it for you. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll totally figure out how you effed yourself. Do that through the contact page at blurryphotos.org. Org, not for profit, but you can send us money. <laughs> I need to get a donate button on there. Yeah. I might get a few dollars. Mm-hmm. We'll just blow two, it. Two or on, three of you guys send us a buck. On beer. Which, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that'll encourage you. I mean, I don't know. After hearing the St. Patrick's episode, they're like, no, those two those two don't That's get liquor That's probably anymore. all they need. Yeah. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter, blurry underscore photos. Like us on Facebook. Yep. Go to iTunes, subscribe, and rate us and all that. Hey. Be our friend. Be your friend. Follow us on uh, YouTube. Subscribe on there now. Yes, please. Oh, gosh. Oh, man, we did it. Business. Business, yep. business. Yep. Podding ain't easy. Thanks for listening. This has been Blurry Photos. Woo! And I am David. Come, come, come on in. Let me out, Flora. <laughs> I'm David, your genie in the bottle. You've got to rub me the right way. <laughs> Stecco Aguilera. Stecco Aguilera. It's, it's a hyphenate. Goodbye. I thought you were going to throw up. (laughs) That was my livery man. Goodbye. Oh, yes. Goodbye. Good evening. Good evening.